Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and unfortunately not joining me as always, the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, and this week the John Cena to my Roman Reigns. That's right, I can't see him. Unfortunately, Stephen is not with us this week. Life does happen, some things have come up, and we couldn't find a good time to try and re-record to have the show out on time for you. So I am just flying solo today. But that's okay. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, won't be quite as long a show, unfortunately, uh, because there won't be the banter. But uh, that's okay. We still want to run down some of the stuff that has gone on. We are going to save our three count for next week. Uh, we feel that just works better when we're both here. But we do have lots to talk about. So we're going to jump right in. Starting with SmackDown from last week. We got to start with the top of the show. And John Cena and Roman Reigns verbally sparring in the ring this was excellent um uh several years ago you had john and roman in a similar spot i think it was on raw and cena just destroyed him and reigns really didn't have a good comeback in that sparring in this one it was great they both went out there they went to spots we had references to cm punk we had nikki bella's name brought up dean ambrose's name brought up uh, it was really, really cool to see these two go head to head verbally and to know that Reigns can hang. He is comfortable in that spot, and it's good when they turn these two guys loose, these two top talents, uh, and it really puts uh, some more anticipation on the match coming up for SummerSlam uh, this weekend. But yeah, so that was that was excellent. I was really into that. I thought that was really, really great. Um, we also had a great uh, match. And a surprise to me, a title change. Uh, Nakamura uh, won the uh, Intercontinental title uh, from Apollo Crews. Um, I did not see this coming. This was kind of a surprise. They had been pushing Crews, although it had kind of gotten stagnant with him as of late, uh, even with Commander Aziz. So I don't know where we're going here. Are we going to put him in a different program? Uh, you know, uh, there was that moment a while back, if they if they allude and go back to this, where you know he and Reigns had a conversation, maybe they're going to grow uh, the faction. Uh, we'll see. But it looked really uh, really cool, a good match. Nakamura uh, pushing him to the moon right now. I, I like it. King Nakamura now is the Intercontinental Champion, and kudos to him. I thought that was really good. Uh, we had a fun moment. Corbin uh, remains just so entertaining. Uh, I really like the direction. They've been going with Baron Corbin and the whole storyline of him being down on his luck and almost penniless and begging for money. And we had that moment again. Of course, Owens came out and said, you know, hey, I'll give you money, but you got to beat me in a match. And of course he doesn't. And Corbin backstage, there's a segment you got to think it was Bianca and Big E were kind of talking and Corbin see he's being interviewed. And but then he sees the money in the bank briefcase and he just runs grabs it and takes off with it um so <laughs> again we'll see what happens with this and where they're going to go uh with the case obviously i don't think they're going to let him cash it in uh 
they'd have to really uh i just don't see adam pierce and them and their authority figures allowing this to happen we'll find out tonight i'm sure we'll get some more on this uh and hopefully it rests back with Big E. And they're not going to take it off of him. Please, God, don't. Big E uh, deserves that briefcase and deserves to cash it in and become a champion. Uh, definitely Big E, I think, is poised for that spotlight and for that big push coming soon. Um, we had a moment, a contract signing for Sasha and Bianca. Of course, Bianca defending the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam this weekend against Sasha. And we got a little tease, it looks like. Sasha needed witnesses. And out came Selena Vega and Carmella and this could be the start of a faction a little group heel group for Sasha to lead which I actually love this I think this is great this would be a way for them to incorporate more of the female talent on Smackdown because obviously then Bianca would need people to come to her aid and you could insert a Liv Morgan who we haven't seen recently a Tony Storm who we haven't seen since her debut Uh, this would be a great way to get more people involved um, you could even set this up with a returning Becky Lynch. Although I think Becky is destined for raw, but you just never know. There's so many possibilities, but I think either way, if they are going the little stable route here with Sasha as the lead, it will allow more of the female uh, good guy face characters to step in and get more time for the women on SmackDown, which I think is always a good thing. Uh, we're going to jump over uh, to the big debut, which was AEW Rampage came on at 10 o'clock, basically right after SmackDown. And it's, it's, a, it's a quick condensed show. I think it was just an hour. Uh, and they really went all out with, <laughs> pun intended, with this debut. Uh, the top of the show was a title defense, Kenny Omega defending the Impact World Championship against Christian Cage. Of course, they will meet again for the AEW Championship down the line. I believe that's the all-out pay-per-view. It's coming up soon. And Christian won. This match I thought was fantastic. And what a brutal, brutal uh, kill switch at the end on on the, the chair that was set up, the folding chair. Omega sold it like a million bucks. And this was what a great way to start your new show with the title change and to really add more hype to the, you could say the rematch, which who knows at this point could be a title for title situation. Uh, We won't know till we get there as we get closer, but it really does hype up Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega part two, which will take place at all out for the AEW title at least. Um, So really, really good stuff there. Uh, we also had uh, Britt Baker taking on, um, oh, and now I'm going to forget, <laughs> but Britt Baker uh, defended her title, um, and I'm sorry, I'm blanking on who she defended against, but she ended up winning, and Jamie Hayter came out afterwards and made her return which is awesome. I think she's a a good talent and I've heard lots of great things about her. I think she's going to do well in that little group and uh, Jade Cargill, no red velvet. It was red velvet that she fought. I'm sorry. It just came to me. Britt Baker defended against red velvet and retained her title. Um, Of course, Chris Satlander came down to help after the match. And that's when Jamie Hayter came down. And so they stood tall over the faces 
So some good programs are going to spin out of that. I feel, I think um, Statlander is being poised as the next challenger for Britt Baker's title, probably at all out. Um, So yeah, really, really good stuff on AEW rampage. Really, really enjoyed that first show. Uh, Real excited for the follow-up. That'll be later tonight. The world will be watching as we might have a return to the wrestling world by CM Punk. Uh, that is what it's in Chicago. It's at the United Center. We are expecting it. If this isn't happening tonight, it will be the biggest troll ever. There have been so many uh, Easter eggs and nods and allusions to CM Punk. And he's even put stuff on his social media and his, in his commentary for uh, MMA recently that have alluded to this. Uh, so who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, it is very, very intriguing. Can't wait to see the follow-up tonight and see what happens. I think he's coming, and I will love it. Huge CM Punk fan. I know Steven is too. Uh, and we'll be excited to have him rejoin uh, the wrestling world. And uh, hopefully it's awesome. I don't see how it couldn't be. Well, no, they could mess it up. It could definitely happen, but I believe it will be awesome. Um, Let's uh, jump to the dynamite stuff from uh, this past week as well. We'll just roll right into that. We had the, uh, the final labor of Jericho uh, in the main event, which was uh, it was a sight to be seen. And uh, you know, the complaint that some people I've seen, online having is that AEW isn't putting their new stars over. And I think this is a prime example of Chris Jericho veteran of the business knows what he's doing and puts MJF over and not only puts him over, but submits to him. And that I thought was really crazy. Now the stipulation in this match was that he couldn't have his entrance music and he couldn't use the Judas effect, not having the entrance music created one of the, most amazing moments in wrestling that I've seen. As you know, I love the fan reaction. I love the big pops, the fans singing uh, Judas for him to enter to. And I mean, just, it was incredible. It was amazing. The whole crowd, people had signs with the lyrics. It was insane. I loved every second of it. What a great entrance. Probably one of, my top 10 favorite entrances of all time in wrestling. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But uh, we also got confirmation that match. I said that I, I didn't know I wanted, but I do. And now I'm going to get it. Paul white is going to return to the ring to take on PT Marshall, QT Marshall, excuse me, QT Marshall. Um, And uh, I think that it's going to be great. Probably going to be most, I won't say mostly a squash because I'm sure, um, QT will have uh, his buddies with him and some interference going on, but I believe Paul obviously will be victorious in the end. It'd be a good reintroduction for him to the ring now, whether he's going to do it on the regular, probably not, but as an attraction, as a one-off, make the fans happy. He's in great, phenomenal shape. I think it's going to be cool. Can't wait for it. Um Let's see. Also on Dynamite, we had a uh, the Young Bucks defend their titles against Jurassic Express in a crazy match. Uh, lots of shenanigans in and around the match uh, with Christian and Omega. Uh, Omega hit the one-winged angel and kind of decimated Christian. So again, more story, more hype, drama going into that rematch, which is good. Um, 
So really, really enjoyed that. Sammy Guevara went over, um, and I always, always blank on his real name, Sean Spears. <laughs> I always uh, want to call him Ty Dillinger, but Sean Spears, a uh, great diamond cutter off the top turnbuckle, which was kind of insane uh, and kind of a spot fest, but Guevara did pick up the win. I know they are going to push Guevara hard uh, coming up, I believe one of those young talents that they really, really want to turn into a star. So I think that's going to happen. We had Sting's return to the ring in a tag match. Um, so a lot going on in Dynamite. Good stuff, but all eyes are on Rampage tonight. Uh, and that's what I think everybody's holding their breath for is uh, the return, potentially rumored, heavily implied return of CM Punk and the effect it will have on the wrestling industry. Now let's uh, switch over. And of course we don't have Steve. So, but I still have a stardom update for you. Uh, we did uh, go over some notes so I could share some of the stuff he was going to talk about. Uh, one of the big things over there is um, see uh, my Sakurai. Um, I hope I'm saying the name, right? Uh, she joined the cosmic angels, which is uh, big news. And she also had a match against the future of stardom champion and in her first future of stardom championship defense unagi sayaka defeated um my sakurai in a decent match that's big stuff but uh, joining the cosmic angels that is really big i know steve is a huge fan of the cosmic angels uh we also have some well rather bad news uh stardom unfortunately has been hit uh with covid uh again and so they had to cancel two shows last weekend. They've canceled their shows for this weekend. So we're in a holding pattern right now. Hopefully they get back on track soon and everybody's safe and healthy and comes out of it all right. And there are no major complications. Uh, thoughts with everybody over there. Uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Um, we also have uh, just a little update on the five-star Grand Prix. Of course, they didn't get to really go through much more, but... I can give you the uh, the leaders on each side. On the red star side, Starlight Kid is number one. And on the blue side, it is Tom Nakano. So big names there. And I, I'll take that match. Starlight and Tom, that'd be pretty, pretty awesome. Um, let's move on. Again, kind of going through stuff really fast this week. I do apologize. Uh, but it, it goes a lot quicker when you don't have the banter. But that's okay. Um, so uh, we have NXT and TakeOver uh, coming up and uh, lots of good matches on this card. Uh, this is a stacked card for TakeOver. And I've got Steven's predictions as well as my own, which I can tell you right now, we went down, down the line on this. We predicted the same winners in every match. Um, LA Knight, Cameron Grimes. For the Million Dollar Championship and for Ted DiBiase's um, services as Butler if uh, L.A. Knight wins. And we both think Grimes is going to pick up the victory here with this story. Now, they could go the other way and they could drag it out even further. But I think that great promo Grimes had on uh, NXT this week um, about how he, it's time for him to, to do what's right and, and live up to his potential and, and quit worrying about the, all the money and all that other stuff. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be the coming out party for Cameron Grimes. Major, major baby face reaction expected here. Uh, the crowd's been loving him. And I think this is where we, we go to that next level with him. 
Um, O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Kyle, cool Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole basically in a three stages of hell matches, two out of three falls. Um, but I, I think it obviously is going to go all three falls, although maybe they'll subvert expectations here. I would it'd be so refreshing if they don't go to the third fall, if we don't get the cage match. Kyle O'Reilly sneaks in two wins because we both predict Kyle O'Reilly is going to win. We think this program was built for Kyle O'Reilly um, to put him over. And even though there are the rumors of after this uh, event that Adam Cole's contract will be expired, he will technically be a free agent if he hasn't re-signed. Now, he did have a meeting with McMahon last week. Um, so who knows, or the week before, uh, talking about his future. I know some ideas were pitched, so we'll have to wait and see. But I think either way, O'Reilly's going to pick up the victory here, and I think it would be very, very cool if he wins both of the falls right off the bat and we don't get the cage. It would subvert expectations. You have the cage up there and it would be just unexpected, which is refreshing. I'd like to see that makes it less predictable than, okay, we're going to split the first two falls to get to the third, just so we can get to the cage. So would really like it to go just two falls, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez defending her NXT women's championship against Dakota Kai. And me and Steve both feel it's Dakota's turn, man. She has really earned this. She is a top talent, has been in NXT for quite some time, and has been phenomenal. And I think this needs to be her ascension. Um, You get to basically do this as a double turn however you want, because both of them technically were being looked at as heels. I think now Raquel is kind of poised as the baby face because she attacked Raquel. Uh, and you could keep it in that and you could make Raquel a face or you could switch it the other way and make Dakota Kai the sympathetic character and have her pick up the win. Either way, I think Dakota comes out as the champion. Steve does as well. Uh, Walter versus uh, Ilya Dragunov. This is going to be a hard hitting affair. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of chops as we saw in NXT with Dragunov uh busted open this past week uh this one could get bloody again we could get colored up on this one but uh i think it's time for walter to lose the belt uh, he's had that championship for quite some time and i think this is uh the moment that we finally crown a new champion uh it's the second match between these two and i think uh, elia finally uh grabs that uh brass ring and becomes nxt uk heavyweight champion uh, then we have the main event, which is Karrion Cross taking on Samoa Joe for the NXT title. Um, we both pick Samoa Joe for this one. Uh, the way that they've been presenting everything with Karrion being on Raw a lot, it seems like he is going to be on the main roster. And if they're going back to the more developmental-minded um, presentation, of NXT, then it would make sense if you're going to have Carrion on the main roster, not to have him do double duty. So we think Carrion drops the belt and then probably goes full-time on raw after this. I'll uh, we'll have to wait and see who knows, but we do expect Joe to pick up the win here. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we have for the matches on takeover that have been announced so far, I believe. 
but yeah, so we all picked the same winners there. So there's not going to be any big differences. So we're going to tie no matter what <laughs> on this, unless they add another match and uh, we get some of that on Twitter and we differ on those uh, results coming up. Let's move over to raw and I'll tell you what raw. Hmm. We got to talk about Nikki Rhea and Charlotte. And as predicted, we got another Nikki versus Rhea match. So two against Charlotte, two against Rhea. Uh, in this one, uh, Rhea pins are clean. And of course she does. <laughs> this was just, I, I don't know what they're doing here. I don't quite understand the story they're trying to tell or what the end game is here. Um, and then that got turned into a tag match later and then Charlotte won. So Nikki on the losing side twice. Now, in theory, that might mean that Nikki's winning at SummerSlam, but who can tell? I don't know what they're doing with this program and how the, how this benefits Nikki. Uh, That's, that's the big question for me. I love that she's getting the push. I just don't like the way they're presenting her on TV as this really, really soft beatable champion. Um, Like it's not going to be any sweat and not a challenge for her to uh, lose the belt. So don't like that. Um, we also had Drew easily winning in a handicap match. Also, of course, <laughs> the way they're pushing Drew, he's just going to decimate everybody. Um, it's just the way they seem to be going, just pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. Uh, I know the end game is to put him back in the main event spotlight, I guess, but I, I'm just not into it. Like, no offense to Drew. He's a heck of a talent. He's very talented. But I just... I. I I just don't care. They haven't gripped me. There's not anything there for me to really be invested in his matches and his storylines. I'm actually more invested in gender <laughs> than I am Drew at this point. But um, we also had Morrison and Miz and some tension going on here. Um, after last week's revelation that the Miz not exactly injured, kind of faking it. Um Miz had to get in the ring, I believe, with Damian Priest, I believe. And, uh, or Seamus? No, it was Damian. It was Damian. And uh, Morrison wouldn't give him the dripstick and walked out on him, causing him to lose. And uh, then backstage, there was some, you know, Morrison's like, hey, you, my, my, my tag partner hadn't been there for me. And so I wanted you to feel the same way. And then they seemed to make up. So who knows? Uh, it could be going for an eventual split. Uh, the two of them together are very entertaining. I do like Miz and Morrison, uh, but you know they could have a really good program that doesn't need a title and a good feud and a good story to be told between the two of them. I'd be in for that. I think they would have great matches, complement each other very well. Let's uh, move on uh, to the big, well, two of the big stories in the night. Actually, we'll we'll start with Goldberg and Lashley, of course, getting more hype up for this Saturday's matchup. Goldberg got a big spear in on Lashley and, you know, the story with his son being there. And uh, this is, I don't know how... I mean, I, and we'll get, we're going to get into this, the summer Sam proof. So I'm going to save it there, but Goldberg got one up on Lashley on raw and got the spear. <clears throat> so looking very strong going into Saturday's SummerSlam event. 
but the big story, I think, on Raw was, of course, Matt Riddle, Randy Orton. Uh, after last week and the the RKO to Riddle at the end of the, the show, it was still up in the air about what was going on. And again, here Riddle's like, you know, let's reform this. Let's do this. And Orton's just like, no, no, leave me alone. I want nothing to do with you, <laughs> basically. And then later he has a match against AJ. And uh, of course, Riddle comes out to help and kind of make the save. And, you know, this was, or no, sorry, I think it was the other way around, wasn't it? It was AJ and Riddle had the match and uh, Randy was nowhere to be found. Uh, and then later, but uh, now I've, I've confused everything, but it's okay. Long story short, at the end of the night, we got the re the reunited RK bro. They're back on the same page. They're back together. They're going to be challenging AJ and Omos for the raw tag team championships on Saturday at SummerSlam tomorrow. Uh, so that's cool. I like RK bro. I think they're very entertaining. I think they've been one of the best things on raw for the past couple months. I think it is excellent. Uh, let's jump now. Let's go ahead and jump into the SummerSlam preview um, and take a look at these matches. Now we have Drew and Gender. Again, I just like, I want Gender to win this match, but me and Steve both feel Drew is going to win. Um, next match up Alexa and Eva Marie. Um, this storyline has been kind of out there but i i love what alexa bliss is doing i love the character work she has the stuff with lily you know take it or leave it you like it or you don't um so i mean i think it's kind of cool but i, I kind of like some of that supernatural and just out there unexplainable stuff but it, it's just where are we how far are we going to go with it so it'd be interesting to see this weekend if we get the next evolution or lilution of the character as it were who knows but we both think alexa is definitely going over here um i i just don't i really really hope that they're not going to put eva marie over alexa in this match i just don't know what where you're going with a story on that it just doesn't make sense but anyway so alexa picked by both of us uh coming up we have uh, Sheamus and Damian Priest, U.S. Championship on the line. And uh, I believe we're both going with Priest on this one. I think Damian is going to get that first main roster title. He's obviously resonated with the fans, and I think it's going to be good. I think this is going to be a good launching point for him. So looking for more great things out of Damian Priest. And Sheamus, Sheamus is always great. So I think the match is going to be awesome. Um, and Sheamus can immediately go into some other storyline. You can involve him in the Drew stuff. Who knows? Uh, there's plenty of ways they can go with Sheamus. He's not going to be hurt by this, by, by losing the title. It'll be fine. Um, we got the uh, Usos versus the Mysterios for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And we both agree. It looks like the, I think the Usos are going to retain here. Um, I think that is... Uh, the best course of action, keep the belts in the family. I think the family drifting gold is a great storyline to build there. 
And um, we didn't discuss this with Steve, but I have an off the wall prediction for this kind of out there, just a kind of a, a bonus. Cause I think they're going to do it. I really think it's going to happen. I think Dominic is going to turn on his father. I, I don't know why you talk about shock and just awe. That would be a very, very shocking moment to happen if Dominic turned on his dad and like maybe joined the family and, and the head of the table. That would be crazy. Off the wall prediction probably won't happen, but I'm throwing it out there anyway. Next up, we've got that. Raw Tag Team Championship match. I mentioned AJ and Omos defending against RK Bro. And uh, Steve is picking AJ and Omos on this. He feels, although RK Bro will be the ones to take the titles off of them, it just won't be here. I think it's going to happen. I think RK Bro will win the uh, Raw Tag Team Championships at SummerSlam. Steven thinks AJ and Omos will retain. I think it's going to be a great match either way. Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh, this should be a awesome match. Two very talented individuals. Uh, I think this could possibly be a contender for match of the night if they're on the right page as far as uh, technically in the ring. So I'm excited to see this, but uh, we both feel Edge probably going to go over here. We think Edge is going to beat uh, Seth Rollins. I think that makes the most sense. Um. Now we get to the Raw Women's Championship match and Rhea versus Nikki, almost a superhero, and Charlotte. I think somehow, and the reason this is a triple threat, is for Nikki to retain. Because she's the champion, it's like, why do it? Now, to be fair, Steven thinks Charlotte's going to win. And I would not be surprised. Um, but for me, it's why would you have this triple threat if Nikki's going to lose? I could understand it if you wanted to protect her, but why would you hurt Rhea Ripley and have her possibly take a pinfall? Now it would work for Charlotte if Charlotte takes the pinfall, but I just don't know that that's going to happen. Um, but I want and hope, and I'm predicting Nikki to retain somehow don't know how, uh, but Steve is predicting Charlotte will come out on top, which again, not going to be surprised. And then a returning Becky Lynch in the future could challenge Charlotte. And you got a built in main event status right there with people with history. I could totally see that mega heel, mega returning face could totally understand that. But again, it's where do you leave Rhea and Nikki and the rest of the Raw Women's Division if you do that? So don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Excited for the match, though. Uh, Lashley defending the Raw, or excuse me, Lashley defending the WWE Championship against Goldberg. Now, we both pick Lashley to win this one, although I have this sneaking gut suspicion that Goldberg might actually win the belt and become champion. Uh, I hope not. I know that they are planning another uh, Saudi show, I believe in October. And I could see them 
wanting Goldberg to be champion to go over there. They do like the, the big names and they always bring out some of the part-timers, the out for the spectacle for the fans out in Saudi Arabia. So I hope that they don't put the title on him for that reason. I think that would, it'd be horrible, 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 horrible. I just don't like that. And hopefully that is not the case. I want them to keep it on Lashley. I think the build they've had with him kind of almost becoming that next Lesnar type character is great. And what a build it would be for the, for Lesnar to come back at some point And the two of them go at it. I think that would be amazing. Um, and hopefully that's what we're gearing for somewhere down the line. But uh, regardless, we think uh, Lashley will retain the WWE championship in that match. Bianca Belair defending her SmackDown women's championship against Sasha Banks. Another on paper match of the night contender, just with the two names involved. And after what they did at WrestleMania, although we both agree, it's probably not, it's not going to have that aura around it, that spectacle that it was at Mania. Um, But this is still going to be a heck of a match. And we both agree Bianca more than likely is going to retain. Um, although neither of us would be upset if Sasha won, Steven especially. He wants Sasha to win. We just think Bianca is going to uh, retain. Um, so I'm excited for this, but who knows, especially with what could be the involvement of um Selena Vega and Carmella. And maybe we get, you know, involvement from Liv Morgan and, um, oh man, I'm just blanking on names, even though I said it earlier. Um, Tony Storm, uh, they could get involved. Who knows? Uh, Shotzi and Tegan could get involved and be the ones that come to the aid. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, regardless, I think uh, Bianca retains the championship. And in the main event of the night, John Cena, you can't see him, the doctor of thugonomics, taking on Roman Reigns, who is defending his WWE Universal Championship. And uh, this is going to be, again, potential match of the night as it is in the main event. And these two are going are just their goal that's going to be awesome i feel i I, I think this is going to be an incredible match reigns we both believe no real question here going to retain um i mean they could put it on john and let him set that benchmark and pass flair and have 17 world championships and be solely number one on that list that's a possibility but i just don't think it serves Reigns. I think it would hurt him to lose the belt at this point, especially if you're building to some big main event that he is going to be a part of defending that belt at WrestleMania uh, as the family. Rumors are The Rock. Going to be in Hollywood. Who knows? Um, it would be great to have The Rock back. There's rumors that he will show up at, at a Survivor Series, possibly. Um, Heck, he could show up at SummerSlam. Talk about a big surprise because the looming thing, as me and Steve kind of talked about briefly when we talked earlier today, 
is rumor has it, and again, this is pure speculation. This comes from no, what I feel, credible source. <laughs> it can't be verified. But the word out there is that WWE is preparing a reaction surprise, like a one-up kind of thing to take to focus the narrative back on them and, and get the big headlines if and when CM Punk debuts on AEW Rampage. Uh, and, you know, many, many, this could be many things. The Rock showing up would definitely fit that bill. Becky Lynch's return could fit that bill. Brock Lesnar's return could fit that bill. And even though, because we've gotten no real official word, we th- they say it's happened that Daniel Bryan has signed with AEW. But if he hasn't, and WWE made a hard play and got him back on their roster and re-signed him and, re- and, and had him return, that would be big news. As it ties into the whole everyone thinks he's signing with AEW. Nope, he's still with us. Here's Daniel Bryan. You love him. So who knows? It's going to be an exciting weekend for wrestling. Uh, starting tonight with SmackDown, the go-home SmackDown. And then we've got Rampage and the potential for CM Punk. SummerSlam on Saturday. Please do Saturday pay-per-views more often, WWE. They are welcome. We would like it and appreciate it. And then Sunday, we've got NXT TakeOver. So a big weekend of wrestling ahead. Tune in next week. We will have all of our thoughts on what goes down this weekend and all the big happenings from the shows next week as well. Stephen will be back with us, we hope, and everything will be great. We'll be back to normal. You won't have to listen to just me, as I'm sure I have rambled, and it's probably hard to listen to when it's just me. (laughs) Who knows? But we hope you had a good time. Uh, One thing I loved, we'll try and do this as we do with every show. Uh, One thing I loved this week, I have to say, hmm, for me, I, (laughs) it's Baron Corbin. I've got to, I've got to give more love to Baron Corbin and what they're doing. The stealing of the money in the bank was just so ridiculous, so ridiculous that uh, I really can't wait to see what they do tonight with it. And, and hopefully uh, this turns into something uh, that makes Corbin better and maybe eventually gets him to a big push. Uh, so I think that would be great. I think he's definitely uh, got the talent for it. They just have to figure out uh, the right character and where to go with him. So yeah, I really love uh, Baron Corbin, what he's doing. He was my highlight for the week. Uh, well, actually he was a highlight and I've got, I've actually got to back up and I got to show a little bit of love to NXT and index Man, this is a whirlwind uh, romance as now she has proposed. But everybody loves a wrestling wedding. They do big, big numbers. So who knows where we're going to go with this. Uh, With the Gargano's involvement, it's going to be hysterical. It's going to be awesome. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I also love that. So we'll throw that in there too. But yeah, uh, tell us what you think. Hey, write into the show if you want. Um, Try to check the email every couple of days. Uh, you can email us at poswrestlecast at gmail.com. That's poswrestlecast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter. You can find us at plus, P-L-U-S, wrestlecast, um, at P-L-U-S, wrestlecast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom. You can even find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. 
And yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, give us some feedback. We appreciate all the support. And again, sorry that Steve couldn't join us today. Unforeseen circumstances, it, it, life happens, but that's okay. He'll be back with us soon and we'll have more great talks, more reviews, more fun stories right here on Positively Wrestling.